When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to SEN's Fridays in the Top End. Robert, the NTFL starts tonight with Waratah taking on Southern Districts and what is the grand final replay. I thought it would be a good idea to go through some of the NTFL teams and let's have a bit of a preview of the season. Why not start with the reigning Premiers, Waratah? They are looking to go back-to-back and replicate what they did 23 years ago. Let's start straight off with it. Do you think they're a chance to do that, Rob? I definitely do think they're a chance, but... Mm. Um, I do think, though, the Southern Districts are going to give them a red-hot crack now this year, um, especially Gee, with their signing. how much recruit in the last week? Yeah, I just, I just think that... And if you factor in last year's grand final, Southern Districts had 15 more inside 50s, looked the better side, but just didn't... Looked the better side past the first quarter. Um, I think they pretty much lost the game in the first 15, 15 minutes and the last five, five minutes, really. Um, War- mm. Districts were the better side for about 90 minutes of that game. Um, so, yeah, I'm red hot as well on um, Waratahs and Districts. But just looking through the Waratahs side, they're being able to retain some really good players again. Yeah. Raf, what's your take on this one? They, is Waratah, Waratah, are they still the benchmark for you? Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. You, you know, if you're, you're the reigning premiers, you, everyone's got to mm. catch you. So um, until they do, um, you're the you're the favourite. So, yeah. you know, to Ryan Ayers and his boys, and uh, they definitely, you know, would have chased a couple of other recruits. Um, I think the good thing is when you look at their side, you know, and Rob mentioned that they've named some, some of their juniors, um, you know, to see those guys um, that are 17, 18 coming through. Um, you know, that's what I like to see is, you know, in any club, making sure you're building and looking after your juniors um, mm. and, and having them share that success so but you don't lose them. So then if you, you know, you, all of a sudden you start losing the players that you bring in every year, um, if they don't turn up, then your juniors um, had enough and <laughs> they take off and go to another club. So, you know, hopefully Waratahs and Districts, now that they've got those strong teams, that they're definitely bleeding their juniors coming through. And, and, mm. and, and that's my big, um, you know, big thing I like to see, so... Yeah, 100%. Rob, speaking of those juniors, I look at some names like Dwayne Kiranur and Timmy Kiranur and I think is it Brody and Biscardo, players like that. We watched the under-18s grand final last year and not only was it a thrilling game, but some very talented players coming through the ranks at Waratah. So I think looking at their team this week, that, that's where the excitement lies for me, those young players. What are your thoughts? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brody Emboscado is probably one of my favourites. He's um, mm-hmm. you know an 18-year-old centre-half back, probably 190, 192 centimetre range. So definitely a bit of a unique player that you don't see coming through the ranks up in the Territory. I like the look of him. And also seen Declan Singlipo named as well, who's um, he'd be getting a bit on, though. He'd be 22, 23 maybe. Um, so n- named in the ruck, Clarky, but I definitely know that he won't be rucking because he's about 160 centimetres. So... Well, isn't that one of your pet hates, Clarky? How they name the side some of these um, oh. coaches? 
Well, I just don't see the point. Like, mm. no one's... Shannon Rusker's not going to look at this and think, hey, geez, Ezzy's pulling a swifty one here, putting Declan Singlipo in the ruck. Like, no one's... You know, I don't think... Arnold Kirby in the wing. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Ezzy's doing it deliberately. I think he's just put all the names there and, um, yeah, go with that. But it would like it would be good to see uh, players sort of lined up in their position. But, yeah, mm. you're right. Uh, a lot of young players playing for Waratah. Who knows where they'll play on the field, but they'll be out there. Um, Embuscado was a good one. Uh, you know, a young key position player coming through. Looked really good in that grand final last year and he'll be one to watch. Hopefully he takes that step up in his uh, football. I really like Dwayne Kiranua. He was the talk mm. of last year's grand final. Kicked all five goals and was best on ground. Really interested to see how a player with his skill and speed and agility can adapt to Premier League football. I think he'll do quite well. Um, but yeah, I think Tars at this stage would have to be the Premiership favourites or right up there with Southern Districts. That would be my prediction right now. Um, I think they look pretty solid. They've had a really consistent pre-season in the sense that there hasn't been stories of, you know, like a huge mass exodus and stuff like that. We've still seen the nucleus of their team uh, name tomorrow, really. You've got the Collis brothers, you've got Anchors, you've got a, a lot of handy footballers out there. They have been linked to a couple of Sydney Swans players. Um, not too sure how strong that link is um, but we have seen we know a few of the boys at Waratah are friends with the Sydney players and there's that link there with Will Collis being the captain of the Swans Reserve so um, who knows a couple of Sydney retirees could potentially remain in the red and white colours and come up and play for Waratah but not too sure about that I think Frankston defender Josh Smith has been named for Waratah tomorrow night too so you did mention that a couple of teams have named some state league players who you know NTFL people not, might not be familiar with but uh, players that can bolster the team as well so what's your... We didn't really say we we're going to do a prediction, but I'm interested to know, Raph and Rob, we'll go Raph, you can go first. What's your prediction for Waratah this season? Where do you think they will finish on the ladder? Yeah, definitely top two. Um, it, like like everyone's saying, <laughs> it's uh, districts and um, Waratahs are the standouts, especially with the some of the crews that you know, we're naming and, and also you know districts. I think you'll mention um, you know the recruits as well, mm. like sort of Jed Anderson and those type of guys. So... You know, if you, you're naming recruits and no one else has really put, put out any um, yeah. standout recruits um, in, in their social medias um, in the last couple of weeks, so they're definitely the two that are going to stand out and um, be the two to beat, I think. Yeah, Rob, where do you have Waratah this year? I've got I've got Waratahs finishing probably top, but I just think they'll win enough games early. But, you know, I do think districts can knock them off come finals. And I just wanted to ask you two, I was just thinking about this, and obviously with districts and Waratahs, we'd probably both spend around that 100 grand and um, mark, you know. And I just wonder, with you two being involved at Saints and Buffaloes, how concerning do you think it is? Are the, are the best sides getting richer um, and that sort of thing? Because I know that Saints and Buffs budgets would be less than half of what these other clubs have got, those other couple of top two... Definitely the top two sides anyway. Yeah, well, put it this way, I have heard more in the past week than I have heard probably in recent times about whether we need a salary cap, whether that's the way um, mm. the NTFL will be headed. I don't know. Um, it's sort of probably the year... Like, we have seen teams before. I know there were criticisms when Nycliffe were winning those flags about how much they were spending, and we've seen you know, districts and tars win these flags and, and spend a lot of money as well. And, and again, it's not about blaming these clubs and, and trying to harp all the blame on them, but they're the ones that sort of continually get mentioned. Um, 
But look, it's really tricky. I have heard other presidents, um, again, I'm not going to say names, but other presidents say, like, do we need to bring in a salary cap? Um, I know a couple of players at these teams like Buffaloes, Tiwi and Wanderers that have had approaches over the last couple of years and, and maybe had, you know, more money offered elsewhere. So I don't know, Rob, um, with you asking the question, I'm oh, sorry, if, I'll, I'll let Raf have his turn. I forgot to... I forgot yeah. the, all good. Sorry, Ralph, <laughs> what's your thoughts on that one? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely, um, you know, unless some teams go on one, you know, ten premierships in a row, we, we did have Nycliffe win three, and mm. you know, but that, you know, they did build that side for a good five years, and you know, had the you had to spend the money for more than you know four or five years um, to have that situation end up in three grand finals. If they were still winning and and won six in a row because of the the money they were spending, um, then it becomes a concern. But you know, like if you put the time and effort in and you can build a, a squad that can stay together for three or four years, um, it does take a bit of money and having people move here and you know the, the biggest thing in Darwin is, is there's a shortage. I was saying with everywhere there's a shortage of housing and mm. you know there's not much work at, at times, especially the wet season. So you know if you got some money to, to get some players up here and, and even recruit some of the best players from opposition teams. Um, yeah, if it keeps going that way, it would be an issue um, in the future. Um, yeah, so... And that's yeah. the thing, other clubs, you know, like Wanderers and, and Saints and those type of clubs and, and, and the Bombers, you know, you think, you know, how are we going to keep up if, mm. if that's the case? So um, maybe it's a, it's a chat to have in another season time, you know, like we'll see, we'll see what happens this year. Yep. Yeah. I, Let's I, talk about the Southern Districts Football Club. Oh, no, sorry, Rob, you go. No, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's an issue now. Like, because all pre-seasons, I think, it's the worst probably I've heard of pre-seasons at the moment. Pre-seasons, yeah, definitely. Um, and then all of a sudden we've just had an influx of players, even us at Banks, we you know three or four weeks ago I was thinking we're in dire straits here and then you've had 10 or 12 blokes just rock up out of nowhere and it's just like geez like I, I know that you know if the Premier League move happened for Banks I'd be looking at recruiting blokes outside of Darwin and getting them up and making six blokes one pointers other than um, you know trying to recruit local blokes or blokes that have been out out of um, the system so anyway moving forward Southern Districts yes Clarkey. Yeah, I think Southern Districts, well, they have been the big movers this off-season. Over the past week, they have announced the signings of former AFL players Jared Brander, who played at West Coast and Greater Western Sydney. And then, of course, Jed Anderson, who was the big one, the big talking point, and a player that we discussed on the show last week about where he would play. Um, I think when we were talking Friday morning last week, it almost seemed like Palmerston were the front runners. Obviously, being a Buffaloes man, you know, we were optimistically maybe hoping that Jed would play at his junior club. But um, I think Districts and Palmerston and, and Nycliffe, for that matter, too, were always well in the race for Jed Anderson's services this NTFL season. It was announced earlier this week that he would be playing for the Crocs. He's been named in the guts tomorrow, uh, sorry, tonight. Uh, so he'll be playing in the midfield tonight for the Crocs against Waratah. So a big, big signing there. 